Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Style That Finds Us podcast. This week, Delia and I are going to be talking about the spring trends. We're giving our spring trend report for 2023. Do you have spring fever yet? How are you feeling about it? I definitely do, especially going back through uh, all the spring trends and all of the collections since we first saw them in the fall. To see them again now, uh, and some of them are so beautiful. It's uh, very, you know, yeah, I do have spring fever. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And as you're shopping the stores now with your styling clients, it's going to be full-blown spring at this point so will you tell us what did we see so basically what happens is this is what came down the runway during fashion month in the fall that started in september and ended in early october and now it's actually going to be hitting the stores so beebs will you tell us what did we see what's going to be big this spring well all different kinds of things i have so many thoughts but we can talk about the ones that we liked the best and why, and we can talk about the ones that we think uh, most of our listeners might enjoy or how some of the more extreme trends will be reimagined for real life. You know, a lot of the things that come down the runway never make it into stores. They're more for a, you know, a dramatic effect during the show. That is very true. <laughs> Okay, so I'll jump right in. Let's see. I'll tell you a couple of the things that I'm finding interesting. Um, things that are oversized lately, the last um, the last few seasons, but especially this past season, everything was really about oversized, especially like with oversized suits. Mm-hmm. So the blazers are super oversized, and then but they're in uh, softer fabrics. And then the matching pant would be like a trouser, but it would be big and it would be very long, sort of puddled at the feet. And um, it was a great look on the runway, but it didn't translate very well in real life, except for to some people. This is not to say that if you have an oversized blazer that you have loved and that has really become a part of your look, by all means, keep wearing it. But for a lot of people, it looked sloppy or it also made them feel either large or like a child in, in a grandfather's suit or something. You know, it, it was a hard uh, trend to carry off, but it was everywhere. So I know a lot of people were trying to make that work for them, but now they can understand that, you know, it wasn't them. It was a it was a hard trend to pull off so i think to me this whole season is a little bit about everything went big and kind of out there and extreme after this time of uh, darkness that we had lived through when we were all in our homes sort of huddled there to bursting out at the seams you know really really crazy and wild and exaggerated dramatic Um, And now it's like, okay, we're getting back into our new normal lives, back to business, getting back out at it. And so we're taking some of the trends and we're we're being a little more practical about them. And they are creating pieces that people are really going to be wearing in real life because it's been a process. No one had the answer of what 
life after a pandemic might look like. So therefore, as they've watched people and as we've watched people going back into the office and doing other jobs away from home and going back to school and everything and taking vacations, all of these things, we've watched, you know, all together kind of to see what this new world is going to look like. And so this is the way the designers have interpreted that. Do you have any thoughts about the oversized clothing? Well, I know that was a huge frustration for you when you were shopping for your silent clients. It was much harder for you to find pieces that your clients that were actually wearable in real life. I mean, some people right. really went for the oversized and most people didn't want that. But when a trend, when some big movement happens or swing to the left then or, you know, right, whatever, then everyone kind of does that. So then what's in the stores for a bit is all going to be one thing. And if it's not the thing that you're looking for, that's not great. So anyway, it's nice to, I always love showing off that figure that we work so hard for. Why would we, why would we hide that under big clothes? Right. (laughs) Big clothes. Yes, exactly. I, I very much agree. So the oversized movement made sense because everyone had lived through somewhat of a traumatic experience and they were still in the mindset of cocooning kind of yeah. you know wrapping up so these big oversized things felt protective but now you know people are ready to have clothes that fit closer to the body which brings up uh, tailoring which is big now which I absolutely adore I think it's so cool Um, the brands that specialize in tailoring and bespoke pieces and everything, because that is art. And that is also really uh, difficult. I mean, you know, you really have to be uh, very knowledgeable when you construct these pieces. So I think what I saw, the tailoring and the minimalism, and that comes from the 90s. Y'all, you were just born, but I remember the 90s, we wore you know, black turtlenecks and blue jean skirts and black loafers. And uh, that sounds preppy, but it wasn't. It was modern. The tinsel had just hit the scene, that fabric. So it was a, it was a minimalist time. It was also a time for grunge, but that was for a specific group. But anyway, minimalism of the 90s is back. And the row is, a, they are experts at that always, extreme minimalism. And um, they did a great job with that for their spring collection. I feel like Dries did a great job of that. Dries Van Noten showed some really beautiful tailored pieces in his show. And Kate, who is a relatively newcomer to fashion for most people that aren't in the industry, she did some cool things with tailoring, I thought, for her show. So I think we'll be seeing that through spring and on into the fall. And I think it's fascinating when you think of fashion as a mirror to what's going on in the world. You know, what clothes that are tailored mean. They, You know, that's a sort of putting on your armor, kind of being sharp and ready to take on the world as opposed to being in soft, cozy little fabrics and feeling like you'd like to have a nap kind of thing. (laughs) Does that make sense to you? 
Yeah, Chloe had some beautiful blazers. Absolutely, which was very interesting. You know, it's a different designer these days. Um, and it makes perfect sense because it's Gabriella Hurst. And she has so much simplicity and attention to fabrics and um, craftsmanship. You know, I think of Chloe as sort of the boho, chic, French girl look that it has been at many points in the past. But right now, yeah, she's really nailing that, too. I very much agree. I love to look at Prada, especially now that Muchia Prada has brought in Raph Simmons to help as uh, as sort of purveyors of what's coming, what's going to be what's going to be trending. And sometimes it might be a couple of seasons later, but, and then Miu Miu, which is her line for, it's sort of a younger, uh, not zany, but you know, a little more out there brand too. And then of course, always Chanel. Chanel always is a brand traditionally that people have looked to and, you know, tried to copy or create their own interpretations of and, and all those kinds of things. I mean, one thing that we're going to talk about, so there's so much leather for spring, which is interesting, and then also sheerness. Yes. But what did you like from the collection? Well, uh, so I've always, sheer has always been something that I have loved because it kind of makes things look fairy tale-ish, magical, sort of. Ethereal? Yeah, it just adds this extra little layer to things. But the sheer that we've seen, some of it is extreme, it's it's a sheer dress with, you know, like a bra and panties type thing underneath, which, of course, most people besides someone like Kendall Jenner wouldn't wouldn't be walking around town wearing that. But what I like about sheer is that you can be completely covered up. It's a little bit sexy because it's sheer. You know, you can see through, but it's a veiled version of something like if you don't love your arms, then this sheer piece over your arms it might blur the imperfections and things like that. But there are two different coats that Prada did that were sheer that I love. I love them so much. One is more sort of puppy sleeve and the other one is more utilitarian looking. But um, I really, really love those. And then Amelia Wickstead did some amazing pieces with sheer overlay. So... It's it's interesting when you when people say okay these are the trends this year, da 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 da. But then you see in each collection, okay, there's the sheer trend, and then over here with Amelia Wickstead, for example, it's not so much floral this spring as it is roses specifically, the rosette, and it's going on into fall too. We're still seeing that now. Troy Birch did this dress that really looks like it would have been like your grandmother's silk slip with the spaghetti straps and the lace and then like the little rosette at the point where the v-neck slip dress comes into the middle and things like that so keep an eye out for these rosettes everywhere there and like Amelia Wicks had had them the fabric was it had the rosettes but this was a skirt that was like an a-line skirt the way I remembered it came to the knee or maybe just above the knee and it was it, the fabric had rosettes on it. And then there was this whole sheer overlay piece that came down maybe to mid calf, something like that. So if you wear a skirt like that, that comes above your knee, when you sit down, obviously it's coming even higher. So some people 
are great with that. And some people don't love that. But when you have this sheer overlay, you know, it, 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 it makes it where more people can wear it. Plus it just makes it so chic, I think. So I do. I love sheer. Your sheer jacket you love and wear frequently and always get compliments. I feel like it's such a great piece. Mm-hmm. And addition to a spring-summer wardrobe, because as the temperature fluctuates, as you go inside and outside and all of that, mm-hmm. then it's just perfect to have. It is perfect to have. And I've always loved, like, if it's a sheer black organza trench coat and someone wears it over just a simple black slip dress, it's so glamorous, especially if the if the collar kind of pops around the face. It's just the um, epitome. I feel like I I wish everyone could have one of those for evening because I I love them. Okay, so let's we we talked about sheer, um, and the other thing that I'm really excited about that people even like interior designers and things have been talking about in the last couple of seasons is like what is wrong with pretty. You know, why Why is creating something that is actually beautiful to look at not a thing right now? You know, pretty and feminine is starting to to come in, which I'm excited about. It's like they took all the strong edges and boldish colors and they've sort of softened everything down. So those rosettes go into this more feminine, pretty look. It's sort of like, so dopamine dressing, you know, is what came out of you know, 2020, 2022, coming back to life, basically. It was that hot pink, you know, that Valentino uh, brought in and everyone just went berserk. I mean, it was like one year when leopard print was almost overdone mm-hmm. because everybody hopped on it to the point where everybody, you know, like, can I wear it again? They were just almost tired of it. So that's what happened with the Valentino hot pink. And then you added the Barbie movie too, but especially the Valentino because it was so gorgeous and so over the top. So now what they're going to do is you can still wear your hot pink, obviously, especially if that's a color that you always wear. But what we're going to be seeing a lot of for spring is, is a softer version of that pink, just a little bit softer, more dreamy and feminine. Like it might be a trench, but it's going to be in a soft pink color that kind of takes the edge off sort of, and it makes it elegant. It might even be in a satin, you know, they're, uh, the fabrics are are really fun this year too. So I mean this season too. So you and I have talked about the colors and the softer pink. I think is I mean I know is uh, going to be a big deal this spring and summer. And then soft blue in all different hues. You know, it's not just a baby blue. There are a lot of different blues we're going to be seeing, but they're all sort of in a medium to soft level of boldness, I guess. You know, it's like you took the brightest, boldest, clearest colors and you add a little bit of white to them to tone them down a little bit. So they're kind of dreamy. And then lavender, which all of these colors look good on a lot of people, especially blues. Blues look good. There is a blue for everyone, for sure. And then if it's a pink or if you don't think you you look good in lavender, you can wear it on the bottom, you know, and then a a white top or whatever on the top. All of those are gorgeous. And then on the flip side, though, we are seeing some red, some yellow. Is there another bold color that you can think of? Oh, that Kelly green. 
there's also a lime green situation happening. Yes, yes. Spring 23, and it also continues into fall. Mm-hmm, definitely. So it's a lot of different colors. But for people who are interested, they can go look at the uh, Prada Spring Summer 23 collection. And they can these dresses that they did are just gorgeous. It looks like they're, it looks like, I didn't. I haven't read about the, these these dresses specifically, but it looks like there's some sort of a silk that has almost been like watercolored, mm-hmm. but almost like a Mondrian print that has been distorted into something more abstract. And they're just stunning to me. I know they're, that yellow and that red. Oh my gosh, they're just they're painful. They're so pretty. <laughs> Metallics are also really big, both in gold and silver. So Mm -hmm. thankfully that continues on. So make sure whether that's accessories ready to wear, all of that. And it's not just gold and silver. It also continues into colors as well. And then do you want to talk about preppy and how preppy Mm -hmm. keeps evolving and shifting Mm -hmm. its shape, basically? Yeah. Yeah, and I'll go back real quick to that soft green you were talking about, kind of that lime green. Giambattista Valley did this amazing, it's like a mini dress, but it's preppy style, but it's super short. And then he did this, uh, like a headband, wide headband, scarf type thing. You know, it looks like it's from the 70s in the same fabric. And then big oversized sunglasses with a green tint too and then she's wearing super high heels it floored me it's so pretty it really is but you know it's it's extreme i mean it's not like something i could wear being that short but it really was such a great look and normally that wouldn't be a color that i would that would resonate with me but when i saw that it was one of those things that i just i stopped um okay back to the preppy thing so that's kind of preppy preppy and like you're talking about sort of a distorted way the other way they're showing preppy a lot right now is almost like the Eaton schoolboy type thing. I mean, it's like, uh, like super prep or like mm-hmm. I'm trying to, Oh, Jonathan Cohen did this pretty floral. It's like a green dress with, with probably rosette, some kind of flowers. It's a shirt dress, but in a soft fabric, maybe like a crepe. And then he has a black skinny necktie on it. And we're going to see a lot of people, especially the fashion set are going to be throwing on these skinny neck neckties mm-hmm. women right now so that's kind of that schoolboy that schoolboy look and then um the little knit cardigan sweaters you know that are classically known for i mean you know think of chanel or even like saint john for having those and right now you can find those at all kinds of price points from j crew and bowden to an alex mill has that green one and maybe a red one too but i love that color green that um he that they did and then, of course, you know, Chanel and, and other brands, too. But what I love about these pieces is you can wear them with a skirt or, you know, a pant for work. But then they look really great with a distressed jean, too. You know, I think that's a cool kind of edgy way to a modern way to to show a preppy vibe. And that also makes me think about. Mary Jane's, which I think by the end of this season, we're all going to have a pair because it started a season or two ago 
and I wasn't so crazy about it in the beginning. It was more like a ballet. It was more like a, um, you know, a ballet slipper. It was, it was like that. And, you know, people were wearing them with little floral dresses. Mm-hmm. But I felt like, you know, those shoes don't even have a heel. It's hard to wear them out in, in the world. You know, they don't give you much uh, protection or anything. But now they're really going to, like, more of the traditional Mary Jane. Some of them are flat, and some of them have sort of a chunky heel, which I really love so much. And I remember J. Crew did the cutest one last year. It was sort of... It was sort of a Mary Jane. It was kind of more maybe around the ankle. But anyway, it was kind of the same idea. And then this season for spring, like another collection that we always love is Amelia Wickstead, the English designer. Her her collection is just really especially exquisite, I feel like, for this spring. But every single person that came down her runway was wearing the Mary Jane in a different color. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, you can find them with everyone from like Christian Louboutin, Mew Mew, The Row. Prados are kind of extreme. They're kind of pointy. They're not my favorites, but my favorite is this one that um, Jean Vito Rossi has done in black patent with this chunky heel. I, I don't know why, but I just, I just love it. I don't know. If it brings back memories of childhood or something and Sunday dresses. I have no idea, but I love it. And then. J. Crew, like I said, and then even Sam Edelman makes one in a bunch of different colors, I think. So it's across the board. There again, it's a shoe that can be dressed up or worn with jeans. And so that's like a really good buy. You know, when you can buy something at whatever price point that you know, you can take it on the trip and wear it in four different ways, you know, when you travel or, or whatever. And another shoe that we're seeing a lot of, loafers which have been coming back because of this preppy thing. And right now I think they're, you know, really having a moment. And I saw these, they're so cute. They are, they're either Mew Mew or Prada. I think they're Mew Mew and they're black patent, but then they also did them in like pink and Kelly green and oh, one other color, maybe lavender. I can't remember, but they're so cute. So that's like a new love. That's something that I want to, bring into my wardrobe a key piece that i think people should look into is i mean i always say people need a trench but this spring i feel like we're seeing them in so many more places you know from the sheer ones like we talked about to like a trench in um snakeskin or in a color not just in the traditional khaki snakeskin different fabrics from leather to gabardine to satin, you know, to all, to different, from soft neutrals to pinks to patterns. It's a fun, it's a fun piece that also is functional at this time of year and also for travel. And so chic as such an oh, chic. Oh. easy throw on, like we did that video before, had a style, a trench coat, and you mm-hmm. literally just put your hair up and throw that on with your big sunglasses and Mm-hmm. about to run the errands or whatever and you're still able you're not in a lululemon right. right exactly exactly so true another trend that i like i've never well i've sort of been able to to wear it is the elevated utilitarian look which to me that means it almost mean you know like jumpsuits that almost look like a mechanic would wear yeah 
that either zip up or they can button up or whatever. So we know wide leg pants are in and definitely jeans. And what I'd like to say about those is I love that style because it's flattering to a lot of different people at different ages. I mean, not like super wide, oversized, too long, but like culottes that have a bit of a wide leg or um, jeans. I think they're modern and fun and super comfortable. And so I love that look on a lot of people. But they're, we're going to start seeing some skinny pants, too. This does not mean skinny jeans. Most brands, if they're showing skinny jeans at all, it's just because people are still buying them. You know, that's not going to be huge. Skinny jeans are not big right this minute. But skinnier pants are being shown in a lot of collections, and especially like with these utilitarian collections with these jumpsuits that sort of have the skinnier leg. And I love those. Somebody did one that I loved. Oh, who was that? And it was the utilitarian looking jumpsuit, but it was in pink and she was wearing it with heels. So it was sexy, sort of masculine, you know, visits feminine kind of look. You know what? It was Dorothy Shoemaker. Schumacher, Shoemaker, whatever. She did that, and that was really cool. Cargo pants are going to be a thing, and her cargo pants, and like these crop sort of anorak jackets that were so cute. They're sporty, but then she would do them in, fa in fabrics that had a little more uh, movement to them or in soft chic colors and put on, you know, with heels and things like that. So it's almost like stuff you could wear out at night. I know Muchia Prada did that with Prada. She did um, these jackets and pants, like the jacket would be in a soft olive green and the pant would be in a mossy, darker green. And almost the jacket was worn as a shirt, but they were worn in such a way that was super sexy and with heels and with all this movement going on. So I thought that was interesting. It's like they're taking things like your typical prep or your typical sort of tough-looking utilitarian-style clothes, and they're making them more sensual and actually more comfortable to wear, too. So I, I like that, that look a lot. Do you? Yes, I have some cargo pants that I'm always happy to. I love an army green look. So. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing, too. A lot of these things, these colors especially, or these styles like cargo pants, you might have some of these in your closet. Or you might have them somewhere where they've just been sitting for a couple of years, you know, so you can bring them back out. Another thing that's good is, you know, all those little micro mini bags. Mm -hmm. They were so cute. It was hard not to, to want one because they were just like anything mini is so cute, you know. But really, they were they served no purpose. It was like wearing an extra bracelet, you know, you couldn't put anything in them. So now, right. and then of course on the runways, especially last season and some now they're showing these enormous bags, which are very interesting to see on the runway. But in real life, that'd be like wearing your suitcase every day. I mean, it would be so heavy. It would be, you know, it, it would just get in the way. You couldn't put it down at a restaurant. It would be crazy. But now they're showing some bigger bags so that you can actually put your things in them. And so they're going away from the mini bags. And then a lot of totes they were talking about again with, I think it was Prada. They brought back this sort of briefcase 
style tote, meaning obviously back to work. Let's get back to business. They they have a metallic one that's kind of a silvery, pewtery color that's cool. So it's utilitarian with more glamorous bent to it, I would say. Well, what are you most excited about? What do you want to add to your wardrobe? Which trend are you mm-hmm. definitely going to be sporting? I always love trenches. And I said I definitely want a pair of Mary Janes with heels. Mm-hmm. Not big heels, but just a little bit of a heel. Yeah. Look at them. When, you, when, when all of you look at these heels, these Mary Janes, they're not necessarily, they're not ankle strap. You know, that's different. An ankle strap really cuts people off at the ankles, and it's not great if you don't have thin ankles and things like that. So I think the Mary Jane is going to be more flattering for a lot of people. All of the colors I love. I yeah. love all the colors. And I don't feel like we saw a lot of, like, of the mini floral dresses with all the little tiny, tiny prints, you know, that like a garden party dress. I mean, I feel like we've seen so many of those in the last couple of years. I feel like the prints are still floral, but they're kind of rosette and there's a little more space in between the print and the background Yeah, of the fabric, which I really like. So I think, I, I think there's a little bit of something for everybody, but I also feel like there's not, you know, one super dominant thing like, you know, space age, science fiction, or grunge is going to be everywhere again, or um, deconstructed, deconstructed fashion. We've all seen enough of now that that means like if someone took a blazer and took it apart at the seams and they kind of sewed it back together in an odd way, like one of the sleeves would be on the inside out Mm -hmm. just to sort of, they think of it as, as an arty thing. And some people loved that look. That wasn't something ever that quite resonated with me. I do like like an unfinished hem. I think you like that too. And things like that. But some of the deconstructed stuff kind of looked heavy to me. So I think I feel like that's a lot right there to be excited about. Every day, something else that we're excited about. <laughs> But 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 the thing, I guess what I'm trying to say this year is I feel like the trends that we're seeing are actually trends that you would want to wear anyway. Who wouldn't want to wear a beautiful, you know, dress or top or something in a gorgeous shade of blue? Who wouldn't want to? Sometimes it's going to be a little hard to find some of the sheer clothing options, and they might be more exp- expensive if they are. But some of them that just have like the sheer arm or a little sheer jacket shouldn't be too expensive. And hopefully we'll be able to, a lot of these trends will trickle down to brands that will create them at a, at an easier price point. Mm-hmm. But I guess if you're really, if you want to know what is going to be big at a quick, at a glance, Oh, I know another thing, chokers. So look at the, like, for example, the chokers at Chanel, some of them are pearl and glass beads. Some of them are like a, a velvet ribbon. And then they have the rosette, which she's kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. So what does that tell you? Pearls, chokers, rosettes, you know, that's a multi-trend piece right there. And th- they stuck them on a lot of the models coming down the runway. Mary Jane's, we kept seeing them at all these different shows. But I would look at Prada, Yumu, Chanel. If you are not someone who studies fashion regularly, Valentino and 
Carolina Herrera are beautiful, you know, but they don't necessarily, unless it's that color, they don't a lot of times start a big trend. They have a certain look that people know them for, and hopefully they will stay there because they need that. We need that in the world where Prado pushed the limit a little bit. And some of the things like, you know, they took a simple ribbed tank and put the Prada metal triangle on their logo triangle, whatever. And it was a ton of money and it was everywhere. It was like the number one thing people were wearing at fashion week last fashion week. So Prada, Miu Miu, Chanel, who else do you, do you think are the real, you know, sort of cutting edge? I mean, I think Louis Vuitton and Saint Laurent and Balenciaga, but to me, those are just right now, especially, well, Balenciaga for sure is more just like trend driven. And then for a certain group of younger people kind of, and then Louis Vuitton and Saint Laurent. I love Saint Laurent, but that's going to be much more edgy rock and roll. That's a specific look. You know, you kind of never know exactly what these others are going to be bringing. Not that Chanel's not specific, but anyway, those are the three that I tend to look at. Great. And as I flip through this Bergdorf catalog, the, the spring 2023 book, basically, that came in the mail, I'm seeing all these things. I'm even seeing men in soft pink pants with, like, tuxedos and women in things that looks like Jackie O would have worn. So a lot, and a lot of a ta- a lot of tailoring. And also there's going to be a lot of black this spring, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Another brand that's really fun to look at just because it's like looking at art is um, Scaparelli. Mm. I know you can see it in person in America, only at Bergdorf's, I think. But um, you can definitely see it in Paris. <laughs> and um, you can see it. You know, online, you can just Google it, but it's always been sort of avant-garde. So anyway, I feel like that's a lot. I'm just excited about, I'm more excited about this season than I have been for a while. Yes. Oh my goodness. And hopefully it'll be easier for you to shop for your clients. Tell us what you think you are interested in. What's, what's really popping for you? Well, as I have entered my thirties, it's like the girl boss or like the badass boss. So mm-hmm. that like the boss dressing, I'm all I want, even though I don't go to an office and I'm not meeting with investors or anything, but I, all I want to wear is just fabulous as if I was doing those sort of things. Mm-hmm. So wearing these beautiful tailored clothes that I feel extremely mm-hmm. powerful and beautiful and strong in. Mm-hmm. So that's, I'm excited about the tailoring. And also I feel like a lot of the campaigns, it's about this female boss character. Mm-hmm. And you say, I was born in the nineties. Yes, but that was 91. So I did grow up in the nineties. I very much identify more with that than the two thousands. So mm-hmm. I, I am always excited when that comes back and mm-hmm. minimalism is great because you can have a super simple look and it's elegant and chic. You don't have to create this huge trend driven look always. It's, it's mm-hmm. easier, it's quieter. And sometimes you don't want to be so loud. So, right. Right. Yes, that's great. And obviously the role that you have in our company, you, you are the boss, you are a boss babe. So you definitely are a fierce female and we talk all the time about, 
matching our insides to our outsides. Right. I'm portraying how I want to be in the world, which is that. Yes, exactly. So we're going to have a spring 2023 trend report shoppable. So it'll be the trend report with images of these things that we're talking about. And then also, if you scroll to the bottom, then you can shop trends. So what we always say is, of course, figure out what you have in your closet that already features these trends. And then you're going to be thinking about, okay, what do I want to add? And so the shoppable selection in the spring trend report can be a great place to start because we Mm -hmm. will curated that edit for you of pieces featuring the spring trends that we think you're you are going to love so that and then also if you want help with a closet edit which trends are right for you how you should approach dressing for spring 2023 of course stylist allison brune is here to help absolutely busy times ahead Thank you for tuning into this episode on the Style That Finds Us podcast. If you like this podcast, make sure to tell a friend and subscribe. You can be a part of growing with us. Also, do you know about our weekly newsletter? You'll get access to exclusive content in our newsletter that we don't post anywhere else. Our newsletter comes out every Tuesday with the exception of the third Thursday of the month for Allison's special Celebrating Life After 40 edition. Head to the bottom of the Style That Binds Us website to subscribe.